When you make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you need to make sure that you begin the dua by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No one should just raise his hands and say, I want this and I want that. And we do not even do this in polite conversation amongst ourselves. Rather, there's always an introduction. There's always something that lays the foundations. And therefore, when we raise our hands up to Allah, the first thing that we do is we begin by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Once a man raised his hands and said, Oh Allah, I want this. Oh Allah, give me this. And the Prophet ﷺ was passing by. He said, this man has been hasty. This man is ta'jil. He's been hasty. He doesn't have any patience. So they said, what should he have done, O Messenger of Allah? So he said, when one of you makes a dua to Allah, let him begin by praising Allah and glorifying Him. Tahmeed and tasbih. By praising Allah and glorifying Him. And our Prophet ﷺ said, no one loves to be praised more than Allah. No one is more befitting to be praised than Allah. And therefore he has praised himself. The Quran is full of praises of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And therefore, this is why when we make our du'as, if you listen to the du'as of the Prophet ﷺ, they begin, Allahumma laka alhamdu anta nuru samawati wal adwan fihin, wa laka alhamdu anta qayyimu samawati wal adwan fihin, that la uhsi thana'an alayk, I can never do justice in praising you, O Allah. So this is how the Prophet ﷺ will begin his du'a, by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Another etiquette is that, Somewhere within the dua, either in the beginning or in the end, we should also send our salat and salam upon the Prophet ﷺ. Of the etiquettes of dua, when we make dua to Allah, we try our best to use names and attributes of Allah within the dua as much as possible. And Allah commands us to do this in the Quran. In two verses, Allah says, that وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ الْحُسْنَى To Allah belong the most beautiful names. So what do we do with them? فَدْعُوهُ بِهَا Make dua, فَدْعُوهُ Make dua biha with those names. And therefore, we should try our best to incorporate as many names of Allah within the dua. And the beauty of the names of Allah, whatever dua you have in mind, you will find a name or an attribute that is related to that dua. So if you want to ask for forgiveness, then subhanAllah, the bulk of Allah's names and attributes center around mercy. Ya Rahman, Ya Rahim, Ya Ghafoor, Ya Ghaffar, Ya Ghafir al-Dham, Ya Afu. You go on and on. If you want to ask something of this world, you have so many names, Ya Kareem, Ya Mannan. If you are sick, Ya Shafi. If you want a child, Ya Wahab. You cannot think of any dua, except that you will find the name of Allah that is perfect for that dua. And therefore, when we make dua, we use Allah's names and attributes within that dua. And this is called tawassul, or coming close to Allah through His names and attributes. And that is why the Quran is full of Allah's names and attributes. And the most common name that is used, by the way, is the name Rabbana. Rabbana. Rabbana means, O oh you who is the one that will take care of me. Because Rabb means the one who nourishes, the one who takes care of. So when you say, O oh Allah, you are my Rabb, means 
Who else is gonna solve my problem? Who else will cure me? Who else will give me what I want? You are my Rabb and I have no Rabb besides you. So the most common name that is used in dua is Rabb. Rabbi and Rabbana. So we can use this in all duas and then we can use specific names and attributes for specific duas that we have. Another way that we can make our dua rise higher up is that we can Mention to Allah good deeds that we have done in order to have our dua raised higher up. And this is called tawassul with our own good deeds. And this is only done when you really need a dua to be answered. When you're in a desperate situation, you may mention some good deed that you have done and say, Oh Allah, on such and such a day, I did this deed for your sake. Oh Allah, if I did it for your sake, and you know that I did it for your sake, then grant me what I want now. So you are praying to Allah through a good deed that you show to Allah. You demonstrate to Allah, Oh Allah, I've done this, so therefore also help me in this. And this is shown in the hadith of Bukhari, in which the Prophet mentioned three men who were trapped in a cave. And a rock had fallen on the cover, on the, on the opening of the cave. And all three of them mentioned a good deed. One of them could have uh, stolen some money, but he didn't. One of them was very righteous to his mother and father. Father, one of them could have fallen into zina, but he refused to do so for the fear of Allah. Each one mentioned a good deed. And every time they mentioned a good deed, they said, Oh Allah, if you know that I did this good deed for your sake, move the stone. And so the stone was moved a little bit. And every time they moved, they kept on moving a little bit until finally when all three made the dua, the stone moved big enough for them to go out. The fact that they could mention a good deed for a dua and link it to a dua shows us that we too can mention good deeds. For example, you may say, Oh Allah, I only had a limited amount of money in a period of my life. My mother asked me for something and I immediately rushed to give it to her even though you know that I needed that money. But I did it because she's my mother and you told us to respect our mother. And so oh Allah, if you know that I did that for your sake, then I ask you to grant me and then you mention what you need at that time. Therefore brothers and sisters, as a footnote, you should have a lot of good deeds in your pocket that you can use. This is one of the incentives to do a good deed, right? This is your card that you pull out, right? You should have a lot of these good deeds because you want to ask Allah and there's nothing wrong by the way in doing good deeds so that you can also use them for your dua because in the end you're linking it to Allah, right? You're do doing it for the sake of Allah but you're also knowing that Allah will reward you for it in this world and the next. So this is one of the uh, reasons you should also do a good deed. Another type of tawassul or another way that you can increase your dua uh, to be answered is by begging and pleading Allah through a situation that you are in. Through a dire situation that you are in. So we talked about tawassul through Allah's names. We talked about tawassul through our good deeds. Now the number three, tawassul through our pathetic situations. This can also be used. Let me give you an example we understand in this world. You're driving by and then there's somebody standing at the road asking for money. Typically, what does it say on that sign? Something to draw your attention, to make you feel sympathy for this person. Or you will find a, a, a poor lady, she will say, I'm a mother of three. Why is she saying I'm a mother of three? Because she wants your heart to soften, right? This is tawassul through our situation. For example, uh, our father Adam, Oh Allah, if you don't forgive me, I have no hope. I'm desperate. Oh Allah, if you don't forgive me, I have no hope. For example, uh, Zachariah, when he's old and he doesn't have any children, 
He pleads to Allah with his pathetic state, sad state. It will break the heart of anybody. Rabbi inni minni. My bones are wiggly, they're feeble, right? My, my hair is sparking white, like flashes of white coming out, right? And I am so old and I don't have a son. I ask you, Allah, give me a son. Give me a son. At that old age, he's begging and pleading, Allah, look at my state, O oh Allah. Similarly, Musa alayhi salam, when he runs away from Fir'aun and he's in the middle of the valley, he says, Oh Allah, I'm a faqir. I have nothing. I'm a Literally, he used the word faqir. Faqir means a beggar, miskin, right? Rabbi inni lima anzalta ilayya min khayrin. Faqir. He didn't have anything other than the clothes on his back. He didn't even have a glass of water. And Allah Azza wa Jal sent the two daughters of the shepherd, as you know. And subhanAllah, through that, he got a house, he got a wife, he got married, he got land, he got... SubhanAllah, one dua, right? Rabbi inni lima anzalta ilayya min khayrin faqir. Instantaneously, mashallah ta'ala, he's upgraded all the way to that status. But what does he use? Faqir. I'm a faqir, oh Allah. You know it, I know it, I'm a faqir. So he begs and pleads through his own state. So these are types of tawassuls that make our dua more powerful. We hope you will continue to enjoy our content. Don't forget to subscribe. And by pressing the bell next to the subscribe button, you will receive updates and notifications. Thank you.